good evening to the sexual, the succulent, and the sizable. You are tuned into the Sizable Sex Podcast, powered by Katie Miller and Janae Duckett. So shh, be quiet, listen, and remember, this is not a ploy to convince you to favor the sizable. It is an open discussion for those who already do, or maybe so curious. Right, and we're back. This is episode three, part one. Part one. I'm so excited about this episode, y'all. Y'all don't even understand. I got to get myself together. I'm kind of fanning out here. I think this is going to be a big episode. Right. Me too. Huge, huge. Because it's a big topic as well. It is. I know y'all didn't think we forgot about Pride Month. Because we hadn't really said anything about it. I think that people were asking, like, what y'all going to do for Pride? How do we didn't even get to say our names, even though you know our names. Okay. But hey, y'all, this is KP. And Janae. And this is Sizable Sex Podcast. All right. Now you can go. Okay. Well, this episode, (laughs) we dedicated it to Pride Month. Um, We're ending the Pride Month. We was going to give it to y'all in the beginning, but y'all went ready. Y'all ready now, so um, this episode is going to be everything that is pride. I'm not going to give y'all too much because we're going to get to talking, and it's about to be fun. It's about to be real. It's about to be serious and honest. We have honest. two awesome, amazing guests on the show with us this evening. Yes. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. First, first. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Ladies first. What's going on, everybody? I'm Coco, aka Coco Baby, artist, beautician, Sexville, South Carolina. Hey. Hi, uh, every. I'm waving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, my name. I, my name is Jamario Davis, but I go by Pound Cake. Um, I'm a makeup artist. I'm a host. I'm a comedian. Uh, um, I can cook a little bit. Honey, okay. I might even curl you a little bit. I'm a hustler. Don't even y'all give y'all, y'all's um, social medias as okay, well. You can, you can follow me on Facebook, Jamario Davis. Um, let's hop in Pound Cake and I come up. I'm the big black dude with yellow hair. Um, or you can find me on Instagram. It's P-O-U-N-D-D-C-A-K-E-E underscore. And you can follow me on Snapchat, but I can't add any more people, but you still can look at me. I didn't know it was a link. It's P-O-U-N-D-B-C-A-K-E-E. I didn't know it was a link. So, those are my social media outlets. You, Coco? All right. You can find me on Facebook and Ashley Coco Smith. Um, my music page, Coco Baby. C-O-C-O-B-A-B-E. YouTube, Coco Babe. Uh, Instagram, Coco Babe 360. Yeah, you type in Coco Babe, you're going to find it. It's me with the big hill. Hey. So, those are our guests for... Episode three. Is it not big? Huge. I think it's gonna be a great episode. I'm excited. I'm excited too. So do we wanna kick into why we even said we were going to do Pride this month? Well, of course, because it is this month, but mm-hmm. we received a secret. Oh yes. That really had us like, okay, yeah, we need to talk about this. Most definitely. You can go ahead and read that secret. You got it up. Yeah, I guess I read it. Okay, so the secret that was sent into us, we did cover this on live 
already but this is the secret that prompted everything but the secret is from marky and the message is why is it okay for women to have sex with other women and everybody's cool but when a man gets head from his homie everybody going ape shit and calling him gay like do people not understand <laughs> sexual fluidity oh my god Ooh. ah damn that's heavy. I mean, oh, so, I was in the first place. Like. Okay, so basically, it's okay for a woman to have sex with a woman, but if your homie give you some head, mm-hmm. everybody. Right. I think he well, confused really, me at homie. But no, that's really. <laughs> but no, really, what he did was when he said homie was fucked it up for everybody that do it. Right. Okay. Because right. now everybody that got a homie, bitch, everybody looking at you like, okay, girl, you, you, you always, always, always right. with your homie. You know, right. so. First of all, he talked too much. Yeah, uh-huh. he should have worded it because he should have worded that whole thing different. He even yeah. he shouldn't even even told you that nickname because motherfuckers are right. smart and motherfuckers will figure some shit out. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So what he should have done was said. What he should have said was, "Why is it okay for girls to sleep with girls, but when guys do it, it's gay?" It's that's what. That's all he had to say. Now the homie, he's not a download from the jump when he said sleeping with homies. Baby, he but he did have a legit. Question that needs to be asked. Yeah. Ask but refer. I don't know the answer because either way it go, people gonna think it's gay, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. so my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all okay. go first. I go last. <laughs> <laughs> my opinion of it is that I don't think it's fair. It is a double standard there, but there's yes. a du- there's double standards everywhere, mm-hmm. and I wish we could get away from them, but I don't. Some of them I just don't think are going anywhere. I don't think any of them. That is one of them. That is one of them because a woman can go back and forth. She can be with a man. She can be with a but woman. But that's frowned upon in the community as well. I mean, um, you know, it's just gonna be no. opinions everywhere. I mean, even when they say bisexual, well, well, no. In the straight community, mm-hmm. that's not frowned upon. True, it's true. Right. It's okay. true. Okay. Girl yeah. on girl is not frowned right. upon. Right. Girl fucking girls and boys is not frowned upon. Right. Absolutely. In the straight community, right. now in the gay community, bitch, if a if a girl fucking a, a girl and she says that she's right. a lesbian and she's fucking nigga, she's a dick guy. True. And that's enough. And, no, that, yeah, that's a. I mean, yeah. that's a, that's another one in the gay community because it's frowned upon. But because you're not open. ultimately, you're supposed to be you're a lesbian. Mm-hmm. You're not saying you're bisexual. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Bisexual, you do both. You're not telling nobody that. You, you have motherfuckers saying that you only like girls. Right. You're strictly clickly. Yeah. But then you want to be strictly clickly and then get on the dicky dicky. <laughs> right. You know? So. Yeah. At the end of the yeah. day, everybody just need to be honest with everybody. Right. Yeah. And it just got the, a whole lot of confusion. That's the latter of his email. It's it not even. People just need to be honest. Necessarily. Do people right. understand? It's frowned upon. Is it the lot is frowned upon or what you doing? Okay. Well, I got a question. Mm-hmm. If your dude told you that he get hit from his homeboy from time to time, how would you would you would, you, would he be gay then? KT, ooh, <laughs> I believe. Would he be gay? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, so that's what he mean in that message. It's always gonna be like that. Yeah, but whether they honest or not, do they? But yeah, one more thing now. Okay, because it's a lot of niggas that done got put on blast. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a lot of, lot of niggas that are that done got caught 
They still get these hoes gonna fuck. Yep. So oh, whether, yeah, they will fight. They, honest, they will fight. Whether, you know the whether they honest or not, honey, yeah. they gonna still talk to that nigga. Right. Yeah. Period. So the end of the day, people are becoming more acceptable to homosexual relationships in the heterosexual world mm-hmm. if you're open. If you're I just open. if you're open. But I mean, if you're on the deal, they don't respect. If you're on the deal, they don't respect. And it. They don't respect it either. How can you respect it if you're not being open about who you are? If right. you're trying to, you right. know. Okay. Well, look. I'm gonna say it like this. Okay. Okay. Me personally, I don't care for the uh, me. I don't care mm-hmm. for the trade. That's what we call it. The mm-hmm. trade. I don't really care care for them. You know, because at the end of the day, all they're gonna do is um have sex with the boys and go home to their girlfriends mm-hmm. or their wives. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's pretty nasty. I mean, there's already yeah. enough going on out here. Exactly. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Said the home. So. You know, I don't really. I used to when I back in the day when I was young. I'm 25, but you know, I've I, I been grown. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. Now I didn't start fucking until I was about 16, but I've been grown. You know what I'm saying? So I've been talking to boys, and so I used to be attracted to boys, and um, well, not boys, but I'm saying like I used to be, you know, attracted to straight guys. Mm-hmm. I didn't like gay boys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I grew up, I started. I'm like, damn, I'm also, I'm going to deal with my kind because, bitch. What are you getting at the end of the day? Right. Yeah. You know because yeah, right. you because you you letting these men or these 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 DL dudes lay with you, but you're lonely at the end of the day. You can't call them anytime you want right. to. You can't text them anytime you want to. That's how it used to be. You right. know what I'm saying? That's how it used That's to be. That's how it still is. No, it ain't. Shit. <laughs> you can text them, call them, beat me if you want to reach me, and they'll respond. They don't give a fuck. They These niggas don't got no respect for who that for that mates. You know what I'm saying? That goes back to honesty. To when I like to me again, the honesty factor is key. That's everything because you give somebody the choice. Exactly, and this life is about choices. Exactly, don't force nothing on me. Exactly, it's gonna be somebody. Everybody's so concerned about who's gonna judge them. They but are. Who gonna live your life for you besides you? And who and you can do it for you? Who? Girl, who the fuck wanna walk around not, be, not being able to be right. that right. Do you know how? That is stressful. It's it stressful. is. Mm-hmm. It is stressful. Why would you not want to be satisfied? Why right. would you not want to be pleased? Depriving yourself for the fact that somebody else is gonna think of you. Right. Right. Don't. I can't treat yourself. That. Treat yourself. Exactly. Treat yourself. Okay, now. Hey, what a lot of But I feel like. That that whole email, that whole secret is what prompted this episode. Okay. It was time to talk. Mm-hmm. It was time to have a discussion. We have the platform for it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Oh, because yeah. our supporters and our listeners have been open-minded thus far. And mm-hmm. for the new people that's listening, mm-hmm. even the people that's been listening, they might be struggling with that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So... And, I, and honestly, I feel like if people were more un, more were more honest mm-hmm. and gave people more choices, it'll be a lot of cutting down on STDs. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know how mm-hmm. cheating, 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 all of that yeah. general? Yeah. Because if you give somebody a choice whether they want to deal with that shit or not, that's right. totally yeah, up that's to them. them but I, but honestly, then again, if a motherfucker be honest with you, okay, Katie. Mm-hmm. If a motherfucker say, you know. They done cheated on you. Mm-hmm. You done took them back. You feel what I'm saying? You done took them back, but of course, you're not going to tr- fully trust them. Mm-hmm. You're going to be on their ass. You're going to do all of that shit. Because mm-hmm. it's going to make, it's going to, it's going to 
when you get cheated on or when somebody play you, you it, it, it gives you a you get you get a sense of you get some insecurity. Right. You know what I'm saying? It makes you like damn. It, it don't. And nine times out of ten, it's not you. You exactly. see me? But it make you feel like damn. Is it me? You right. know what what I'm doing wrong? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you can't be like that. Mm-hmm. So if you choose to deal with somebody after that motherfucker cheated on you, yeah, that's your choice. But guess what? They have a choice too. So you can tell me. Yeah, you done cheated on me, but I'm going to still be with you. And I can tell you, no, you're not. We're not going to be together because I can't keep doing this to you. You get what I'm saying? You get what right. I'm saying? Now, do you catch my drill? Yeah. So don't always just say, it's always, oh, they made that choice. That's them. No, it's both of them. Because right. it's something it's something in between those two people. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't leave each other alone. Right. Yep. Right. So maybe be more honest and be like, shit, this is what's going on. This what mm-hmm. I don't Now, don't come in there saying... Now, don't call me in my face like, oh, I'm about to go goddamn fuck somebody. I'll be back. Because then you might get beat the fuck up. Right. Now, you know, I feel like this. But this is how I feel. Nobody should feel like you can't. I feel like, you know, don't cheat on me, first of all. But if you do, let me know. Mm -hmm. But then, because motherfuckers, because it's 2018. And motherfuckers are so evil in the head and so Mm -hmm. fucked up in the head. They love screenshotting. They love Mm -hmm. being messy. Mm -hmm. They love doing all of that. So when it, so so when that time come when they want to be messy and they, I can kill them with the oh I already know yeah. right mm-hmm. I don't like surprises don't motherfucking surprise me yeah. I don't exactly. want to hear them because see what's gonna because what's gonna happen is them same motherfuckers that saying oh they're being messy when you shut their ass up with that oh, I already knew they don't they ain't gonna even fuck with you no more and that goes back to a, a you feel me I'm saying like you I love somebody you respect them bitch be honest with them yeah. you see people in twenty eighteen you gotta fight. These motherfuckers want to fight you, you right. can't just tell nobody you're friends. But listen, if you have that connection with if somebody, somebody connection, they, they have to be understanding. Y'all got to be comfortable. Right? If they not, if they not, yeah, they got to be some shit. Some shit. They got to. Y'all got to be done yeah. some shit. You feel yeah. me? Even then, some people but, are hey, crazy. Mm, you know, you can't never, just come out and be like, I want to see people that kill people. I mean, if somebody, somebody tell me, if somebody ever tell come out and tell me that they want to see other people, and, and, and I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to make you. I'm not going to fight them because that's what they want to do. That's what you want to do. If that's if you have an open mind, but somebody who don't know how to love somebody and treat somebody, and you tell them some shit like that, it ain't going to come from a loving place. Yeah, like, I don't be in a relationship and I let somebody. Other people, 
And they know that you're going to wait on them to get right. They're never going to fucking get right because you don't allow them to do some shit. Absolutely. That ain't normal. Message. Absolutely. That ain't normal. That's the message. That ain't, that ain't normal. Yeah, Lord. Thank God for growth. We just call it. That is not normal. Yeah. But listen. I wish somebody would so say. So basically, it, 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 everything falls on being honest. Yeah. Absolutely. Period. Yeah. And. That's why we're going to have an honest discussion right now yeah, about part. what's real, what's not, and mm-hmm. I guess the taboo, because no one ever asks, no mm-hmm. one sits and have a conversation with someone of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. It's like two separate worlds going on here, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're all one. We can all coexist. There's no, there should be no hate. Mm-hmm. There should be no blurred lines. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's why Pride came into play for episode three. Okay, absolutely. So I guess the next question we want to ask is what does Pride mean to or for you? I can start this one. Um, Pride for me being a, I guess I would call myself a late bloomer. I came out at 23. I had been hunching on girls since about 14, 15. Yeah, my mom never knew. Long. Yeah, so. So you was DL. DL. I was, I'm the damn DL. You was DL, girl. DL, DL, yes. I was on the DL. 23, my mama forced me out of the closet. Um, And we'll get into that, so I'm not going to get into how that whole story went down. But being 28 now and just being able to be open and comfortable, even putting myself out here on this platform, you know, everybody ain't built for this. Everybody ain't built for putting their story out there. And for me, I I mean, I take pride in myself. I don't call myself lesbian or gay anymore. That's new. I used to be lesbian, but now I'm just, if I feel it, hell, I feel it. And I have a girlfriend, but I don't consider myself gay. And I don't consider myself bi either. But I'm proud of who I am because I can tell you that. I don't have to label myself. I don't have. Okay. I don't feel a need to be like, oh, I'm lesbian. I only will mess with a girl. I've never been with a man sexually, but if I want to, I will. Right. Okay. And I can say that now, but I wouldn't say that before. It was like I had to stay in this box. Whatever box I was put in, it was like, oh, I'm gay. I've never been with a man, so I have to call myself a lesbian. No, I don't. You don't. No, I don't. I am what I am when I am. I'm what I message. need to be when I need to be. Message. So, pride for me is just being able to use my voice and just be honest and open about who I am and hoping that it resonates with somebody who's out there that's just like me. Okay. Period. Coco? (laughs) What does pride mean to or for you? Pride to me means being able to be proud of who I am in the light. In the light. In the light. You know, growing mm-hmm. up, I definitely had to hide. I started out messing with girls, like, and mm-hmm. didn't even understand that it was wrong until I got caught. Mm-hmm. And then it was B I B L E, him with that book. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, that's not what's going to happen, you know? So in the household, it was kind of, and I tried all through middle school. Girl, I had my little bandana. My mama hated that shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But I just, I was trying so bad, like, no, like, this is who I am, you know? And I felt like, with men, it was easy and it was acceptable, so that's what I did. Right. You know, I got two kids, I love them to death, but I wasn't happy. It didn't do nothing for me at the end of the day. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The way that I feel emotionally and just secure in myself and being able to say, right. <laughs> I like women. That that's pride to me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't have to hide. Like the moment that me and my mom had to come, she's like, I knew you were gay. I was like, well, why you didn't let me be? We're going to tell this story. You know what I'm saying? So 
<laughs> I wasn't able to be proud. It, it was I, I went through depression, you know, growing mm-hmm. up because I just went and being myself, you know, that way and a whole bunch of other ways. So pride in me being able to be proud. Gotcha. Out loud. What about you, Pam? <laughs> um, I never really thought of, about that because I've always been myself. Like I have, I've never like hid. My, like I've never hit like I've never um I don't know how to say it like you know how people put on a front like you know yeah. they try to do shit to make them seem straight like they try to play out the sports um they try to get all the bitches you know they try to you know they just try to be be the be the guy right. you know what I'm saying like me I was always loud I was always funny I was always a little flamboyant. You know, my mama is a hairstylist. You know what I'm saying? So I might be in the shop with her. They might look, yeah, they might be having that. I'm turn around and I'm playing with a fucking mannequin head. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, and I feel like, honestly, and I feel like my mom and my dad felt that because, you know, I do remember it, being a child, you know, people saying, you know, the slick shit. Oh, he's gonna be gay. Or, oh, he, he, he feminine. Or he, he can't write too many girls. Or, you know, she like that. You know how them grown people is mm-hmm. that don't know how to mind their business. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that said I was going to be all this and all of that, and now their kids doing 25 years of life, and I was like, living mine. You get right. what I'm saying? Messy. Because maybe at the end of the day, their kids weren't comfortable enough to be themselves. Exactly. Right. But me, I always been myself, so I really didn't have a problem, or I would say I did have, I had issues, of course, but that's, that's another topic. Mm-hmm. But I really don't, I've never really looked into the pride thing. You get what I'm saying? Because... Mm-hmm. You know, I went to my first pride when I was like 20. You know, it's people that don't been to pride that's 14, 15. You know, people that I never been the type to wear rainbow shit. You know what I'm saying? I've just mm-hmm. always been me. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, um, so I would say now if I think about it, pride it, to me is like, I'm just, I'm proud of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, it's not even about being gay. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I'm proud of me. I'm proud that I wake up every day and, and, and I, and I, and I got them get out here. And I do what I got to do so that I can make it. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud that no matter what I go through, no matter no matter the situation, what I go through, nothing. It seems like I never fall. Never. You know what I'm saying? Like I never. That, and, and, and it's like no matter who wants me to fall, it just it's just no matter what, I'm still I still be here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I elevate. You know what I'm saying? I've never. I, I when I get the feeling stagnant. I do some shit to make me to make me level up. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if anything, can't it's nothing that nobody can tell me. Mm-hmm. And I mean that like I don't mean it in like a big headed way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like it's nothing you can tell me to make me stop. You get what I'm saying? So or to make me give up or to make me say fuck it or to make me throw it in the throw in the towel because I'm proud of me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and you why already not? made your own lane. Right. No, it's not even about that. I'm just proud that I can. I'm proud that I can really just get up, be, get up, and no matter what the fuck I go through, I I, I still I'm here. You get right. what I'm saying? It's not even about being gay. That shit is that pride shit. That you people people see people are not proud prideful like me. I guess mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because I really be happy that I, I sit. Sometimes I sit back. And you know when you smoke a lot of weed, you really think about shit. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I really think you know the world. They need to just legalize it. You know what I'm saying? Because because you really get to thinking about stuff. And I and I really sit back and thought about my life, and I'm like, damn. It's like no matter what, no matter what life throw at me, I still, I'm Not still here. Resilient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know, and, 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 and God plays a big part in it. You get what I'm saying? But 
what is what's the saying when you have faith you gotta you gotta work still you still gotta work yeah mm-hmm. you know so right. I don't just let him I'm never I'm never gonna let him overwork himself because you know it's up to me at the end of the day okay you know what I'm saying yep so that's what pride is to me I'm just proud of myself like I'm just shit. I'm proud of all of y'all. Shit, I'm proud of everybody too. Yeah. Out here living in your truth. Right. Because a lot of people can't. Right. And won't Mm -hmm. and are scared, Mm -hmm. terrified to stand in who they are. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, stand in who you are. Get out of your own way. Right. And stand in who you are. And that's when your blessings are really start coming. Right. Right. That's when the door is open. And that's when you'll have a peace of mind. That's when you'll find your purpose. Yes. Right. In life as well. Yes, that's so true. So what are you proud of, KT? I think you did yours. What does pride mean to me? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same thing that everyone has said. Just mm-hmm. being proud of who you are. And again, standing in your truth. And I have done that. And it took, I always say it took me 25 years and a heartbreak to do that. I don't know what it was about age 25, but I was like, okay, I'm not happy. What I got to do, what I need to do, what am I not doing? And a heartbreak, feeling like I hit rock bottom emotionally and I allowed that to happen. That's what changed me, put a a shift in me. To be who I am and be proud of it. Simply. That's Put. awesome. And so yeah, that that got pretty intense. Like just being it proud should. of who you are. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. So you now we gotta know, because we was touching on it. Everybody was kinda touching that, on your coming yeah, yeah, out stories. That's what I want to hear. Yes. The coming out stories. And it doesn't even it can be a parent or it can be a person, right. period. Cause Either way, you had to say the words mm-hmm. to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it had to be somebody who meant something. Mm-hmm. Because if not, you wouldn't have never told them. Right. So that's why I want to know the coming out stories. So who's going to go first? I think Ashley, because she was touching on it the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, so like I said, my first sexual experience is like, probably was way too early. I think it was probably like by the time I was like 11 to 13. You know, it was some <clears throat> people who were close to me. And, you know, we was doing stuff. It was, it was the girls in, you know, the neighborhoods that was around me, you know. And we was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the time, like I said, I didn't understand what homosexuality was. I probably just thought, hell, I was experimenting. And it felt good, so we continued to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so it wasn't until we got caught. And then this was the understanding of what homosexuality was. And see, growing up, it was a... Oh Lord, I'm dead. I'll never see this. It was a lot of pornos and stuff like that in the house, and so I had seen stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I, I guess mm. without nobody talking to, right? By that time, <laughs> hell, it was somebody who had seen stuff too. I guess right. you know. And so it was this, weird. but <coughs> I ain't never grown up that shit. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it, my mom kind of hit stopped it at trace, but maybe um, about seven, eight years ago. I had a conversation with her, you know. I was just like, I came, tried to come to her so many times. Like, it's a phase. You ain't gonna do that shit in my house, you know. I pray for you. We finally had the conversation where it was a point. So she was like, you know, I knew this was gonna happen. 
like, you know, why why you didn't let me be who I was? Right. And yeah. she was like, because I needed to make sure that's who you was. I'm like, do you know what you deprived me of, though? You know what I'm saying? Robbed me of the time I could have, you know, spent not figuring shit out or feeling confused. You telling me confusion of the devil, but you confused me. Shit, I thought I knew what I like. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Then you know, hit me with the boom, boom, bam. And I think a lot of parents need to know that it's not about yeah, them. Yeah, don't, don't hit them with the fear because that's not what it's about. You can't change them by saying you're going to go to hell. You're going to ignite gonna, some shit. Yeah, you're going to ignite some shit over there, but it's not going to be a you know, heterosexual right. child. That's not going to be the outcome. That's going to be a scared child. A rebellious know. one too. Yeah, they gon' they gon' be upset, you know, because but it's not like it was in the morning. Yeah, they coming up. They oh they, yeah, they transforming and oh, yeah. they at five and and, mm-hmm. and you know they making up their mind, they choices mm-hmm. in single digit ages, not even so, teen preteens. You feel like when you when y'all finally had that conversation, I didn't give a fuck who knew after that. Okay, like after that, you know, I had like told friends, and if you just knew, you knew. But it wasn't something that was just like, but people knew because you you could tell if you really fuck with me, you could tell. Right. Mm-hmm. But after that conversation, I was like, who the fuck who? Goddamn, like I went wild after that. I was in all the clubs. I had my straight friends with me. I didn't have no gay friends. I was like, y'all gonna come to the club and be like, my mama, she went this shit down. Like she accepted me. But even then, when she first accepted it, she accepted it along the lines of, I love you because you my child, mm-hmm. and I was not having that. I wasn't taking it like we went back and forth about that for months even after the conversation of her accepting it mm-hmm. it was like she just kept saying I'm still praying for you don't damn pray for me I mean pray for me but don't pray for me because of this pray for me because of other stuff pray for yourself you know but not because of that you know she had this fear still she would tell me like I feel like you're gonna go to hell I'm like no that's not what I need you to believe you know what I'm saying I need mm-hmm. you to believe that this really is me this is not a decision that I'm making this is not something I'm trying to do to upset you or anybody else don't just say I love you because you my child. I need you to understand the ideology of how this works. Right. I need you to accept yes. what this is. Mm-hmm. Not just say I love you because you my child. Right. Because you never gonna really accept it. Right. Until you understand it. Now to this day, mom got flagged. She would call it LGBT mom. Oh. Ah, she <laughs> called me. You know she she with the shit now, but it it was a long time coming and I think if she would have been more accepting earlier and no tell right how things would have been but I'm glad that things have progressed right you know? my daddy didn't care see that's kind of like how y'all said the standard of mm-hmm. people he was like I, mean, I just want you to be happy Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't care. He don't think two girls weird. He ain't never said nothing about two men, but he definitely don't think that the idea was just, you know, crooked. He he loved it either way he would. That's what's up. Yeah. So who gonna tell theirs next? Hell. Cause mine's short and sweet. <clears throat> okay. The first person that I ever told that I was gay. Um Desiree Clement. Um, me and Des is friends in middle school. And, you know, people already automatically used to, you know, they'll call me gay and shit like that. But you know, I still I had girlfriends and all of that. You know, I had cover ups, you know. I wasn't just you know, I was me. Like I said, I always been me. No matter I always no no matter what it was, I always been me. I always been the same person. If you mm-hmm. knew me when if you knew if you don't knew me since elementary school or you don't knew me you are you, you know that I've always been the same person. So I've changed a lot, but as far as like my personality out this this shit is me. You know what I'm saying? This has always been me. So 
one night we was on the phone. We used to be on three way, and <laughs> she was best friends with my cousin. And we all went to middle school together. So we, all, we was used to be on like four way. It used to be me, her, Bam, Libby, Honey, whoever wanted to be on the phone. And one night she, and one night everybody got the phone. It was just me and she was like, I got something to ask you, Mario. And I was like, What, Dad? You know what? Ask me. And she was like, No, I don't want to ask. She might get mad at me. I was like, No, I ain't gonna get mad. You know, Dad's was out. Dez was the sixth color queen. You know, Dez was, she used to wear honey rainbow everything. So she already knew what it was. And, you know, so she was like, you know, are you gay? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, that's all I wanted to know. And I was like, what? And she was just like, you know, I don't care. Was that was the like, first you know? person to ever ask yeah. you? Straight up. Straight up. They ever asked me. Straight up. So, like a couple months later, um, I was on the computer, and the computer was in my room, and my mama busted in the room, and I was watching gay porn. It, but my computer, I was trying to exit, but the computer, you know, back in the day, the computer would freeze, girl. Girl, so she came in there, she seen two naked dudes, and she walked out the room, and I was so scared. Like, I was scared as fuck. She, she was like, so this what the fuck you been here doing? And I was like, you just popped up. Like, you know. <laughs> like, you know. Uh-huh. So then she you made me log into my MySpace and stuff. And she read all my messages. And she went in her room. She didn't whoop me or nothing. She went in her room. And like 30 minutes later, she called my name. And I went in there. And she looked at me and she was like, I just don't want you to catch AIDS. Really? And she just busted out crying. And so I just started crying. I was like, Mom, nothing's gonna happen to you, you know? She was like, I know, you know, it's just, it's crazy out here. And I just want the best for my child. She was like, boo-hoo crying, y'all. Like I, And I know I broke my mama heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. And I know my mama heart is still broke. You know, it's going to be forever broke, you know, because it's me, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I did feel bad, but it was nothing that I could do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was nothing that I could do to change it. I couldn't convince her or even convince myself that I was somebody that I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, it was it was tough because I, 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 I never thought that I would be the one to, like, break my mom heart or, you know, hurt my mama's feelings. Like, my mama was really, like, Boo who crying. I had I've seen my mom cry before. And then, I've seen my mama cry before, but call me. I'm gonna call you back. I'm gonna call you back. Um my mom, you know, she I guess she never she she never wanted to believe it because I'm sure people said it like I said before, you know. Right. People, I, I don't, I've heard them say it. You know, I've heard my mama get on somebody about it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it was just real. It was just weird for a long time. Like, you know, it just seemed like anything I did after that, it made my mom mad. And then mm-hmm. I felt, you know, like she was kind of angry. You she know? was processing and, and to this day, we still haven't really had that kind of talk, you uh-huh. know? Um... But it's really not necessary anymore, you know, because we've grown a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I took my mama through some shit. I was like I said, 
I cre- it creates a rebellious child mm-hmm. when you don't feel accepted, whether they know it or not. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It creates a, a rebellious child. And I became the worst kid ever. Suspended out of school all the time. Fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I didn't care. You're right. I didn't give a fuck. My mama would beat my ass. And I still would go to school and be bad. You right. get what I'm saying? Like, right. I would still talk bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just didn't care no more. It's like I, I I got numb, you know. So after a while, like I had started moving out, in and out my mama's house, all kind of shit. I was just just wanting to be grown, you know. Um, and I told her that one day we got into it. I told her that I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm grown, and I wasn't up to like 16 years old. I said, I'm grown. She said, you what? I said, I'm grown. She said, okay, you grown then. Ever since that day. I've been taking care of myself. You know what I'm saying? So, my mom, like, she didn't hate me or nothing. She just was tough. Mm-hmm. It's like, for the, after that day, she was, like, tough. Like, she was, like, she was on me. And and I think a big part of it was because, you know, my father, he's been in jail since I was, like, a ten, since I was like 11. You know, he's been in our jail. Like, he's been in jail twice in my life. You know what I'm saying? The first time he was gone for two years. The last time, they gave him 15 years. You know what I'm saying? So, he really wasn't in the picture. You get what I'm saying? So, and, and I guess she felt like I, I didn't have enough male figures in my life. I didn't have, you know, and I don't know if that, that was the case because, honey, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, she was, I, my mom always been in my corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, she always has, like, no matter what. She supported, like, it, it seemed like, you know, as I grew up and I went from, you know, I graduated. I was about to drop out. I graduated. You know what I'm saying? So she was proud of that, you know. So I tried to go to college and do the, um, I was going, I was going to Griffith Tech, but I was going for cosmetology. I love, and they got my little chick on left. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just talking, and this is, this is my coming out story because it's, it's so long. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't think that my story, my coming out story is over. Okay. If you can feel what I'm saying. Right. Because. Mm-hmm. It like I said, it's, it's still really stuff good. to this day that me and my mom we haven't talked about. Okay. Um. And I mean, we we can talk about it. We don't have to, you know, because at the end of the day, I want my mom to always be comfortable. You get what I'm saying? So I never want to. Huh? Everybody's like a pattern. Yeah, know? I never want to. Mothers more than everybody. Yeah, else. I never want to make. I never ever want to make my mama feel like she's uncomfortable with what I choose to do. You get what I'm saying? So right. I've never really brought boys around. You know. Um, she just met my boyfriend. Hmm. And that's my first boyfriend, but she just met him and we've been talking for a long time. Like we've been talking we've been knowing each other since two thousand fourteen, but we've been going together for, you know, a year and shit like that. But you know, she's never met any any guy that I've you know, she's met like my friends, you know, like my gay some of my gay friends, you know. But she's never met no guy that I've introduced her to as my boyfriend or my friend. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I wasn't comfortable with that. You know, but she's like I said, we're, we we've grown. You know, mm-hmm. so I no longer I'm I'm, I'm all you know. So now it's more comfortable to call my mom and tell her like you know, really, after last year, I say a lot of stuff went down in my life. You know, I had my boyfriend, she happens, you know, and I needed my mom. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. Um, I was in like this place where I didn't want to talk to nobody. I wasn't talking to nobody. Um, I didn't. I just was getting up out of my bed and going to work. And, you know, I work in my mama's salon. So one day, you know, she asked me what was wrong with me. You know, because she, she she had, first she asked my friend Simone, and Simone, you know, she, her and Simone talked about it. And then she asked me, 
And I was just like, you know, I'm going through some stuff. And, you know, I ended up telling her about it and stuff like that. So after that conversation, it kind of got more, we, shit got comfortable. You okay. know what I'm saying? That so, was the beginning. Yeah, so it seemed, so after that, like, when I, even when I started my Swandika stuff, my mom, she would, she didn't like it at first. She didn't get it. Why are you taking, why, why are you doing videos with a wig on? You know, like the first time she ever seen it, she caught me. So you making videos with a, you know, with a wig on? And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, you know, it's funny. This is going to make me money. That's what I told her. I was like, this is, uh, this is going to be something. Right. I'm like, just hold on. You know, I'm mm -hmm. telling y'all I'm grown. So I'm, that's how I'm talking. I'm like, girl, just chill. Like, this is, mom, I got this, you know? And so she started trying to support me. So she made one of my first wigs. You feel me? Because she do have. Mm -hmm. So then she started coming to my shows. I started getting shows. She started coming, you know. So she's growing, you know, like it's just some, it's going to take some time because she still talk about she want grandkids. Mm -hmm. She still might slip up and say she want, she praying for me. She want, because my mom is very, she's a Christian. Mm -hmm. she, she might tell me she want me to have a wife, you know. Hey, that's, your, that's, that's, that's how you feel. I can't change that. Mm -hmm. But I'm done. It's too long. I'll be done. I'll be done. I love it though. Yeah. Yeah. I love like it I said, it's still continuing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that you just said it. It's still continuing. So, you know. Janae, my coming out story, um, I feel like I didn't get to create my own story. I feel like I was forced out of the closet. Um, but it was time. It was time. I was 23. I had been constantly having girlfriends and talking to girls since I was 15. Okay. But every time I would bring a girl around, it would always be, oh, this is my friend, you know, I know her from school, or we work together, or whatever, not knowing we next door to you, hunching like hell, or doing whatever we do. Mm -hmm. um, but what it was is I first told my older cousin, I'm putting your name out there, Maxine. She asked me, because, like I said, I've never been with a man sexually. And so finally she asked me, she was like, you know, Keita, that's my family name, Keita, you... You ain't never had the desire to want to be with a man. You don't. You don't want to know what that feel like or mm -hmm. whatever. And I'm just like, no, nah, not really. And um, she was just like, are you, are you gay? And I was like, um, I think so. But I was so disgusted by it because of all the stuff that I had heard. You know, you get hit down when you gay. I did not want to be gay. Mm -hmm. I did not want to be gay. So it was like, you know, I think I am, but you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get rid of it. I, I, I don't, you know, trying I, to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't want. I feel like it was like a disease because my mom, she had like gay friends, but she would always make comments like, "Long as none of my kids ain't gay." Right. You know, you know, it's like, if it's somebody else's child, it's fine. But if it's me, so I would do these things and I would feel disgusted by it. Like I would always do stuff to the girl, but the girl could never do anything to me. I wanted my body to be untouched. Right. So I, I could keep a part of me to myself. Like I, oh, I did something to her. She didn't do nothing to me. Oh, so, so it was like less. It, it made me feel less, yeah. less gay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. So at twenty three, uh, my girlfriend now Alexis had been coming around for a while. So I feel like my mama knew something went right because she just came around out of nowhere and was coming around all the time. And my mama called me one night. Me and her was laying in bed in the hotel room. And my mom was like, you and that girl fucking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, mama, what are you talking about? I called your sister. You're not at home. I know you laid up in a hotel with that girl. Don't bring that little girl to my house no more. You can't oh, come wow. to my house no more. I'm not with that shit. You my child. I'm going to love you forever. But I, I don't even want to see you no more for a while. I just need my space from you. 
Wow. Wow. So for like a month or two, my mama and me didn't talk. She sent me one long text message. Confirm it again. I don't want to see you. If I do see you, don't bring that girl around me. And um, I'm praying for you because I know it ain't nothing but the devil. It's a spirit. You know, I should have never brought gay people around you. She was blaming herself and things like that. So once again, I felt disgustedly yet liberated because it was something about her telling me that um, the words that she used, like, I should have never brought gay people around you. Like, almost if they, like, if they touch you, you gonna turn gay. Yeah. You know? But I knew she didn't know my whole story. I knew she didn't know at five and six I was touching her. I'm a little girl, cousin, any little girl I can get a hold of. You know what I'm saying? So she didn't know no better. She was but, like her hunting. Yeah. She was. But, um, so that was pretty much my coming out story, you know. I told her, you know, I'm grown now and I won't be around you until you do accept me. So you, you're telling me that you don't want to be around me, but I don't want to be around you. Mm-hmm. Take all the time you need because I won't come around. And if I do come around, my girlfriend will be coming with me. Right. And that leads to the next thing. Do uh-huh. you feel like people start treating you differently when they find out you are when they find out that you that yeah. you are my yeah. friends yeah. was petty mm-hmm. they all thought I was looking at them I was like bitch I ain't been looking at you like yeah. I looked y'all I looked y'all but mm-hmm. you know they they didn't treat me differently as a friend they you know do a petty shit like that like go get dressed in the bathroom now they you know maybe not need right. I'm mm-hmm. like trying to but um family members Mm-hmm. Family members, more or less, um, you know, they're more Christian. They tend to think you're going to grow out of it still, mm-hmm. or, you know, pray against it or say little things. I've been at, you know, my partner's house, and they went into full prayer. I'm not kidding about, like, homosexuality. And we was in the living room, like, I was just like, I was done. Like, why would y'all do it? You know, this is right. a family, like. Shit, and we knew they was talking about us. Like they, he just went in. Child. I thought this was a regular prayer. I understand, you know. And then this is very a Christian like of you, sir. You know, so family members, you know, the church members, of course, we going down. I mean, of course, it's good and bad because you got people who just say, "Well, we love you," and then you got people who want to show their true colors, you know, and their lack of understanding or respect for. What they don't understand. Exactly. Yep. People like to say different, but what's different? Because, and I wanted to just, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and we touched on, now in society now, when you're looking at TV and stuff like that, it's so pushed in your face. Mm-hmm. But if at a time before homosexuality, I think until the 70s, it was like a psychiatric, you know, like they said condition. it was crazy. It was a condition, mm-hmm. right? If nobody would have ever said this is wrong, how how would people know to frown upon it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How? Because they've been gay for a long time. You know they got all type of ancient drawings and things of homosexuality and all from everywhere. Hell, animals gay. That yeah. is fact. They gay everywhere. That is fact. Different species are gay, so they've been around. Who said? That it was wrong. That it was wrong. And they won't say the Bible, but like I said, you want to go back before it was written. You got artifacts. You know what I'm saying? So, who said this is not what you're supposed to be doing? And if it was never said, how would people, what if they just put it on TV? You know, what if when we were growing up, it was on TV? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, now it's more shoved in your face, but the kids, the kids still came out gay. 
that we didn't have that shoved in our face with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the belief is that, like you said, you be around it, if you touch it, it's going to make you gay. But we didn't have that in our face. It wasn't until high school, really like late middle school or high school before I really like saw other gay people or it was like two in our school who was out. Mm-hmm. You know, so I definitely didn't get it from the influence because it wasn't shit really to influence me. Right. Like, me, you know, <laughs> all my friends were really straight, and all right. my friends, like a lot of my friends, are like really straight. Right, I, know I still don't have a lot of gay friends. <laughs> right, so I be out there like, what up? But yeah. So Mario, do you feel like people change? Yeah, treated you differently. Mm-hmm. A lot of friends, like people that said that was my homeboys. Mm. Yeah, I don't give a fuck though. It happens. It's life. Um, family members. I don't believe. No. Not like I think of. Because, like I said, it's, I, yeah, they probably expect it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I've always been me. So, you know, people want to make their own assumptions about people anyway. So, it really definitely don't matter. Because, like I said, like she, like I can say, you know, once my mama um, found out I ain't give a fuck about nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. I did. So. Janae, we know that your mom started treating you differently. Mm-hmm. But other than that, have you had any negative experiences? Just in general, with you being with your girlfriend or being with your partner, have you had any negative experiences from the outside world? Yeah, I think I do quite often, actually, because I'm in a film-on-film relationship. Mm-hmm. So when people see us out, they automatically assume that we're just friends. And we constantly have to find ourselves explaining ourselves, like, you know, this is my girlfriend. Or, like, guys, they'll be like, you mind? If you don't want to talk to me, just say you want to talk to me. I'm like, no, that really is my girlfriend. We have to show people pictures of us kids all the time. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, and to me, it's negative because it's like, okay, why do I constantly have to explain my relationship? Y'all look alike. Y'all must be related. No. And I've done things to her that the Lord had to close his eyes sometimes. <laughs> Rest his eyes. <laughs> when we, like Tank said. That's <laughs> <laughs> real, so. Yeah, I definitely think that people treat you differently. My family kind of treated me differently. Um, To the effect where it's like, you know, you can't say you gay till you've been with a man. Right. Mm. You know, I'm like, okay, have you been with a woman and you know you straight? Right. Okay. So, like, I could turn it around. You can't say you straight till you've been with a woman. That one hit, though. They are always going to connect back to the bottom. Right. You know, no. What about y'all? Have y'all had any negative experiences, like, in public or? Ooh. Going around people with kids. But, see, well, my kids pretty much been grown up in, you know, households like that. So, you understand? But I also respect, you know what I'm saying, certain boundaries. So, I don't just show out in front of people's kids, like, you know, all tonguing down and, you know, big open place. I hold hands, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I yeah. can hold hands, but I ain't finna, you know, be over-sexualized, you know, and throwing it in their face. But, I mean, definitely in bathrooms, you know, you get the looks and, or pulling the kids away. You know, I don't know if it's because I'm black and gay sometimes. But, <laughs> Either way, either way, they pull them away, and I'm offended. You know, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, what I told y'all earlier about being, you know, an environment where your family are, which is yeah. What about you, Mario? You had any negative experiences? Just I've been called a faggot. 
Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just being out, just doing you. Yeah. Wow. You know, people don't know how to mind their business. That's that's a struggle mm-hmm. that everyone has. Mm-hmm. Um. So, mm-hmm. I've been called out of my name before. You know, it is what it is. Thanks for noticing. Right. <laughs> Thanks for Glad watching. you care. <laughs> Glad you're paying attention. Right. I love, Did you I catch love. that? Catch that? I like attention. Yeah. That's sad though. Yeah. That you can't walk mm-hmm. out the house and just be you, just minding your business. Mm-hmm. Right. Loving the but person that's what, that you that's love. The thing. That's what I try not to take it personal. Like I try not to, you know. Like I said, sometimes I don't know what's going black on gay. You know why they looking at me funny. So I just try not to take it personal because if you just it's gonna be something any type of way, some discrepancy about everything people going to talk, they gonna mm-hmm. not understand, they gonna make it a deal because it ain't their shit. And the hardest thing for people to do is mind their own shit. So mm-hmm. I just let them be great again. That's why I said just make me feel good. You're not gonna tell me who I'm not gonna be or what I'm not gonna do. You know, you're not gonna make me feel less than. So right. whatever negative it. experience it was, it didn't move or shape me. You know. Cause they they I've been in all types of situations where people got shit to say, right? And that kind of brings us into the last topic for part one, episode three. If you could talk to your younger self um, when you were going through whatever it was, discovering who you are, or walking into yourself, if you could just talk to your younger self and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would it be? Well, Knowing what you know now. What would you say? say to the younger you? How would you encourage your younger self? Hmm. You was already encouraged. <laughs> no, that's a good question. Because if I could start off, I would, and I would go out to you. So, what would you say to young Jamaria? Be patient. Because I want to be grown so fast. I was hot. Be patient. Mm-hmm. Slow down. And quiet. And listen. Mm-hmm. Be patient. Be quiet. And, and listen. Listen to who? Sounds so familiar. It is. Parents, older people. Listen, you parents, know, people. anything. Listen. So I always say, you know it all. Right. You know, because everybody like that. We all think, oh, we know this. You know, like, girl. Mm-hmm. And then you be like, damn, she did say this was on. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. be patient, be quiet, and listen. Mm-hmm. What about you, Coco? Mm. Um, I would tell my younger self, I would have just gave myself a little more time. I think definitely when I was in a confused space, I rushed the situation to try to figure out what it was. Right. Like I said, when I started this year, we early. I probably had no business trying to figure shit out mm-hmm. in the first place. So, you know, definitely taking time, you know, because, and then with the fact that it is so put in your face, you know, when you're younger, don't be influenced. You need to understand if this is you, this is you. If you feel out of place, don't be trying to just fit in, you know, and find a place. You know, take time to figure out who you are. Because being in a confused space is just, you know, coming about that motherfucker is hard. So I probably, you know, take my time and really get to know me. But be less influenced by what other people thought. But again, like you said, listen to your parents. Though. But, you know, 
be you <laughs> and don't be afraid. Okay. Because sometimes you can't just take everybody where it's for. Janae? If I could talk to my younger self and or the younger generation, <clears throat> you know, I would probably definitely say listen more than you speak. You know, a lot of lessons that I had to learn, if I would have just listened to my mom and telling me to sit my fast ass down somewhere, I wouldn't have got myself into those situations. So I probably would listen more than I speak. But I also probably would be more of a leader. You know, I've always had like leader abilities, but I kind of put myself in the shadow of my friends because I wasn't comfortable in who I was. So I would probably say be more confident and be the leader that you are today. Um, I would probably say all those tears that you cried when you were young, um, don't let it make the person that you are or grow into as an adult. Cause I let a lot of childhood things affect me. <laughs> For real. Right. And so I probably would just say be encouraged, be positive, be the light that you are. Be the light that you are. That's a message. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a message in mm -hmm. itself that we still need to learn now. Okay. Okay. I think that was a good part one. No, 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 no. You're definitely not getting out of what you would say to your younger self. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, what would I say to my younger self? I would just say to honestly talk more. I held a lot in as a child and I handled my own problems. Mm. And it shouldn't have been that way. When all I really had to do was open my mouth and speak from the heart and say how I felt. Mm -hmm. I assumed that nobody would relate to me. I assumed that nobody would listen to me. Mm -hmm. So I've, a lot of my issues would have been worked out if I simply opened my mouth. That's it. So, so I would tell my younger self because a lot would change had I done that. Wow. That was an awesome, awesome, awesome way to end the show. You know, I'm used to put my freak nasty song out there. Yeah, we well, usually do the sex songs, but I feel like part one had to be serious. Yeah, I really wanted to talk about something, so we weren't gonna, we're not ending with the sex song, but we can say that you do need to stay tuned to next week because part two will be coming out next week, and right. we'll be back on track. Right. As far as our episodes. All right, y'all. Enjoy your week. We hate to leave you. We know you want more. So come tell us all your secrets at www.sizablesex.com. We promise not to tell. And remember, don't, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. yourself.